And welcome to another edition of the Wake Up Late with Dougie Show. I'm your host, Dougie Almeida, coming to you live from Simpsonville, South Carolina, where I'm blending in every day. Uh, great show for you today. We got some topics and lots going on. Obviously, we had the 4th of July, and uh, some people wanted to celebrate it. Some people thought it was paganistic to celebrate it. Let's figure out what our guests think. And uh, a lot of other things going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? But uh, without further ado, let's introduce our guest today, Mr. Joey Medina and Gabe Dorado. Hey, how you doing, brother? Guys, how are you? Good afternoon, fellas. Good afternoon. This is a this is a Hispanic show. Um, we have nice. uh, we have España in the house. We have uh, Puerto Rico, right, Joey? What's up? Yeah, and uh, and Cuba, right, uh, Gabe? So, yes, sir. Uh, All right. Si, si, si. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, if anybody needs subtitles, I'll ask our producer to put subtitles if we have a question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so how you guys doing? All right, Joey. I haven't seen you in a while. You're on the cruise ships now. So, how are you loving that? Uh, you know, on cruise ships, it's kind of a love hate relationship. Um, uh, there's a lot of it I don't like. There's a lot of it I do like. So, you know, it's um, as long as the checks keep clearing, man, I'm I'm all right. You know, sometimes as com comedians, we're like we're like prostitutes. You know, we have sex with people we don't really want to have, but because we got to pay rent, and it's uh, sometimes we do gigs Absolutely. we don't really want to do. You know, but um, but they, but they, you know, it's it's a good gig, man. It's 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 just too corporate for me. I don't like the corporate, you know, realm of it. But um, but you know, I meet a lot of nice people. I work with a lot of nice people. My agent, who handles that, is a great guy. So. You know, it's all good. Yeah, we had uh, Jimmy Delavalle on the show last week, and he keeps trying to get me on the cruise ships. And I'm like uh -huh. you, you know, I said, listen, I don't want to have to restrict myself. I like to be able to say whatever I want. You know what I mean? That's why I, do, I don't do, I don't I don't do comedy for the money. You know, I have a thousand shares. Well, now with the split, I have twenty thousand shares of Amazon. With the you know, but well, you know nice. what I'm saying so it's like I'm not, I'm not doing it for the money. I, I go on stage because I love what I'm doing. I love the reaction from the crowd. You know what I mean? And, right. and yeah, I just don't want to be on a fucking boat. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, crowd, the crowds are nice. I mean, the crowds are nice. It's just, you know, being stuck on, on a boat. It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, let's say you went, a, you went to do a gig somewhere for a weekend and then they forced you to stay in that town for the rest of the week. You're like, why? I just, I'm done. Let me go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the part. That's the part I don't like. Yeah, you got to be on the boat Joey's every day with every with it. Yeah, Joey's been on the show a few times. Our first time Gabe's been on. Now Gabe manages the uh, the Grizzly Pair in New York City, uh, right there on um, yep. on McDougal on McDougal Street. Now we got a new one. Uh, new one opening up in a bunch. A new one. Yeah, new uh, Grizzly Pair Midtown. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it's been uh, we it's something that was about to happen right before COVID. Right before COVID, we were doing really well. Um, to the point that we were selling out like every Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. Like the eight, ten, twelve was like consistently happening, and then COVID happened, and we basically just survived. We stayed open. We weren't promoting it because we weren't allowed to. We weren't allowed to perform, but we were still doing shows. We we're just like we have guys in the street that sell tickets, barking, the, the term that it's called, but um. They uh, they just did it smart, and so sometimes we would bark in like four people. You know, it would be yeah. the COVID days was like an audience of even. Sometimes we even performed in front of a couple, 
and it was just like, yeah, we, I got, I got, I got six comics that want to say jokes. If you guys are willing to listen, and and sometimes it was actually, it was a pretty cool thing because it actually made you stay in kind of a decent shape because the only shows that you're doing up here were in parks and rooftops. Yeah, right. yeah, and they were and, and and they weren't happening often, but uh, it's been good, dude. Like we are, all, we're, it's almost back to normal again as far as like how we were right before COVID with our sellouts and just the consistency of the good shows on the weekends. Um, Omicron slowed it down again, and then uh, like two months after Omicron, you felt like the the like New Yorkers are kind of just don't care anymore. We have a uh, we have other shit to worry about up here than fucking COVID. So it's to the yeah, point, like let's yeah. go. Like I'd say so. Um, you know, because you you guys eventually got a little floor, you became a little Floridians, you know, because we ever since day one, Floridians were like fuck COVID. You know what I mean? And uh, we didn't. Well, we had uh, we had no choice up here. Uh, that's a, that, that's what shocked me every time I went to Florida. Like, dude, we were so trained to do the proper thing to put the mask on to keep your distance. That when when I, when I got to Florida, I went to Florida probably like five times during COVID, and I almost had a panic attack every time. I was like, what the like, what's going on here, man? Like, yeah, the even first my time family, I went to I, 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 What's ahead, that? No, no, I think that I think the only two times that I got COVID was in freaking Miami with my family, which is. There you go. That's that's how crazy it is in Florida. Like everybody did everything perfect in New York, and then every time I would visit my family, I would lose my sense of smell. I'm like, I right, give me a duh, dude. <laughs> I know the first time I went to Florida was during COVID, and uh, I, I I made sure I I uh, filled out my will. You know. <laughs> 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 All right, this is good. I'm taking one for the team, that's funny. man. Well, sort of the, the 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 second time that I got COVID, it was during the time that they were like letting athletes play football with COVID. I was like, you know what, dude? Like, I, I'm I'm gonna treat it the same way. I'm like, I'm asymptomatic. If I'm allowed to play in life, I'm allowed to play in life, dude. And uh, I don't know. Like, I it seems like everybody in Florida was doing the exact same thing. Well, you know, just that, like, it just kind of kind of. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm not a fucking doctor. Okay. But when this thing came out and it had a 98% survival rate, you know, I, I said to myself, okay, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to fucking, you know, change my whole life and hide in a fucking cavern, you know, uh, you know I'm going to, I'm still going to, I'm going to be careful, but at the same time, you know, <clears throat> and of course, Joey will hate when I said this, but the president at the time who kind of said the same thing, you know, it's funny, he called it like a, it's like another flu. And now with doctors are even saying at this point that it's become just another flu. And, you know, yep. I mean, it's like. And, and, and it's like the same thing. I had it twice. Matter of fact, the second time I caught it is when I met you. I didn't catch it from you, I don't guess. But when we did that show at uh, David Sadman's room in Arturo's. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I didn't even know I had it then because I had gone to that. They had a holiday party at the Improv in West Palm. I went there Tuesday. And I guess I had caught it there. I'm assuming. I, you know, who, I was yeah. loving people say, I know where I caught it. Really? You know what? You saw the fucking, you saw the, the virus like jump into your fucking face. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, but, uh, but I had it. I, I, you know, I, I ended up, you know, testing for it that Monday after that week. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was just one of those things. And, you know, you know, everybody was criticizing. Everybody was, the thing that amazes me nowadays, and this comes into a bit of a, a discussion, but. Everybody, you know, all these fucking people think they know everything. You know, we live in a day and age where people think that we've got so much information at our fingertips. We think we know everything. And then the worst part is we think we know everything. And then we think we can project that onto other people. Right. I mean, it's one thing if you believe whatever you want to believe. But, you know, what? Believe, don't, if I don't if I don't feel the same way, can you at least give me a little fucking lead way and respect that? 
you know, I'm not a complete fucking idiot. I've, uh, thinking... It's funny, like I, my last nine months, I've kind of dealt with it firsthand, having a, just life gets in the way, dude. And, and I think people all uh, react differently to certain things. Um, I, I just moved to um, Astoria like a week ago. I was living in Spanish Harlem with my girlfriend and my brother, which we lived there for seven years. Um, my brother became like a huge, crazy, like anti-vaxxer. And like to the point of, I like, I was always had, I was at the position that I don't, I don't care like what your decision is, dude. Like it, it's your, like what, I'm still gonna have a beer with you. You know what I mean? Like whether you got the vaccine or not, it was kind of my, my, yeah. my mentality. Um, he got to the point that he started listening to certain podcasts and just getting like possessed about not getting the vaccine living up here in New York city. And we got in a huge fight and it's funny because like we've lived in New York city for 20 years, but we turned into two Cubans arguing <laughs> the tough one, like just fucking like do like just curse. <laughs> um, is, is there a, is there a better argument so, than two Cuban guys? arguing fucking what's well, crazy because dude we, we live together so we haven't spoken in eight months so can you imagine like that the the, the tension every time it was like prison like wow like a you walk you walk by each other. oh no and, like well my girlfriend's like stuck in the middle so she's like she every time we will come home she's like hi danny and, and like don't fucking say hi to him like fuck that shit like <laughs> like and we have we, we we it's so funny it's i think it just goes back to two stubborn brothers like it's three it's three brothers in my family and the competitiveness to win in anything that this yeah. it this goes all the way back to childhood of like like i'm gonna win this by being stubborn which is dumb yeah. like and that's that that's my, my point is like dude like i i still to this day i live in new york city i got the vaccine and not because i wanted to get it i just I wanted to perform. I wanted to like I, I bartend as well. Like I legally had to get it so I can serve people, and there's no way around that. Like that was the only way I could pay my bills. Yeah. So that's that's what people don't realize: certain details in your life that you have to make a certain decision. You can't judge them for it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Joe, so I'm pretty Joey open. And I, like Joey and I couldn't be more apart. We couldn't be more polar, polarly, polarized. Well, how do I say that? Polarized difference Polarized. in our ideology, Polarized. but you know, but we don't, but we don't argue. You know, we don't. I mean, we've argued. We've we've had some. You know, we've debated. Yeah, we've debated, but we. It's not like we've gone like fuck you, well fuck. You know what I mean? Because we respect <laughs> each other. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, we respect each other. I mean, he's completely fucking loon. He's a loon, but you know what I mean? I respect. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I just wish people would be more like that like you know like the vaccine okay listen like you said everybody has a reason i didn't get vaccinated because i had it and then i got i caught it again so my doctor's like the fuck you know don't take it you know you already got boosted yeah you already got the immunity you know so don't worry about it my daughter who is a nurse didn't get it so it's affecting her because certain you know she's a traveling nurse so some people yeah. actually have to post that on their on their on their profile and some people just don't, and some people do. And, you know, and, and people have asked her, why don't you get vaccinated? She's just, because I want to have kids. So it's her it's her feeling that it could affect yeah. that. And listen, there are a lot of people are talking about now, these athletes, you know, there was another athlete for the Boston Ravens, or Baltimore Ravens, who just died. You know, so there's people that are just really? dying out of nowhere. Uh, and who knows if you can put it together. But, you know, listen, it, you know, if you want to get it, you want to get it. But you know, if you don't get it, don't get mad at me if I didn't get it. 
you know, someone said, you're anti-vax. I go, no, I'm not. I'm going to get the shingles vaccine. I just, I just, I get vaccines that I know are hundred percent effective. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, it, it just got, it got ridiculous when they said, well, I'm vaccinated, but I caught it. Well, I'm vaccinated. And I can still pass it. Well, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, so it's just a weird, you did, know, uh, anybody... did Fauci get it? He got it like the other day? Yeah. He's yeah, been, he's been, he's been boosted. Like... Yeah, I mean, he sits on a fucking trough of fucking of the, of the vaccine, shoved up his ass, and he still caught it. Um, I mean, That's has anybody right. fallen like, it's, uh... more than that guy? Yeah, right? <laughs> he's going to be a... Uh... He's gonna be promoting a. He's like, oh, don't worry, guys. It's a, it's just a side effect. It's um, yeah. it's a side effect of the monkeypox vaccine coming out this fall. Like, wow. I don't know about you guys. That's, that's, the, that's but, the next one. Um, I took both shots and I got bo two boosters, and my cock grew twelve more inches. So <laughs> it's up to you guys. <laughs> it's up to you guys. I'm Hold on, let me get a fucking set up an appointment right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> God almighty. That's that's all they gotta say. Why don't they just say that? Fuck the mandate. Just say, listen, gentlemen, if you get, if you get the fucking vaccine, your cock will get more girth and uh and and, and, and you won't come quickly. That'll be all that's all I need. Um amazing. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you know, and as time it's amazing. I said this since this all started too, in any crisis situation. You know, being a financial advisor, I've dealt with crisis situations and in, in making important decisions when it comes to your wealth. And like in 2008, you know, the financial crisis, you know, from crisis to recovery, we always seem to recover from crisis. That's always going to happen. So, you know, and you have to you have to it, you got to be careful about who you offend during those periods of time, you know. And I think there's going to be I think there's a lot of people right now wishing that they had not spoken. I mean, just and we're getting on our first topic, but in, just in the last day on Fourth of July, I I unfriended probably about eight people and unfollowed about a dozen because if you're going to sit sit there and shit on my country, and you're going to sit there and go fuck for the Fourth of July, this country's shit. I'm not going to celebrate it. I'm like, look, I get it. You know, it's like who hasn't been who hasn't been mad mad at a spouse or a girlfriend or boyfriend? You don't just fucking dump them over it over something silly. You know, I mean, I mean. I don't know if you guys saw that, but uh, a lot of people saying, how can you celebrate the 4th of July in this horrible country? The city of Orlando posted something or like, fuck the 4th of July. And they had to retract it and apologize because a lot of people are like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and uh, I don't know if you get, did you guys see much of that? Um, I, just in general, uh, people, uh, it's, it's, it's a delicate, it's almost like when you say happy 4th of July to people, you're like, happy 4th of July? Like... <laughs> It's because you're not you're not sure because they're gonna fucking rip you apart. I I think now um I have, I have a lot of friends that are Mexican and they get upset when you say Happy Cinco de Mayo. Like I used to have a bar back and and oh it's great because it's because it's not really it's it's a it's an American made holiday that we like, we celebrated but they did win a battle like Puebla won a battle against the French, but in truth like it's just they it's not considered a real Mexican thing. We we just party on that day. So I, I didn't understand this. I, I told one of my barbacks one day, I was like, have you single that mile? And he was like, no, it's not mine. Like, and like, what are you talking about, mm -hmm. dude? Like, have you single the mile? I was like, no, it's your day. And so I was like, man, that's like a lot. Well, like a lot of friends of mine now, it, it's a sensitive t issue to be like, happy 4th of July. And like, you don't know how they're going to respond. Like, I, I still like it. But they still, but they still say yes to the two for one happy hour Cinco de Mayo drinks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> Yeah, got no problem with that, man. Not at all, bro. 
Now, you know, being, you know, the question you have to ask yourself is being, being, being Cuban and understanding what that, you know, living in like a Cuban, like a, like a communist, you know, coming family coming from a communist nation, you know, what, what certain things mean, you know, like, like who, who, who wouldn't put up like, you know, okay, let's talk, you know, a lot of people are pissed off about the Roe v. Wade, uh, you know, overturning of Roe v. Wade. Right. And, you know, I get it. And it makes a lot of sense. It's a very, it's, it's always been a touchy subject that, you know, it's like one of those conversations you never want to get into, but it is the way it is the law of the land. In other words, it, that's the way things are. That's just the way mm -hmm. our country is. So you don't, you, not everything our country does, you're going to like, you know, not everything you do. No, exactly. You like. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. So, uh, you know, if you want to do something about it, you know, you can, you can go on the street and pull off your clothes and scream and do all kinds of fucking ridiculous shit and act like you know, you're trying to do something, or you can really go down to go to your state and make sure you vote for the right fucking people. So your state, you know, fucking deals with that situation. Cause that's, that's basically all it was, it, you know, again, I don't want to get constitutional law here, but that's what happened. It's not, yeah. it was an overreach in the seventies. It was an overreach saying that people have the have given a God given right to do it. No, they don't. And each state is going to vote on that. So that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, and uh, so you work on it, you know, screaming at somebody and getting mad at somebody and, and judging somebody and calling somebody you've known for fucking decades an asshole because they don't think the same way you feel about that is not helpful in any sense. It's insane. And it doesn't. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't. You know, somebody asked me about it and I go, look, my wife had her daughter when she was 16. And she, you know, she was being told to abort and all that kind of stuff. And she didn't. You know, she went through it and she had the child and had dealt with all the fucking challenges. And now we got, now she's a 33 year old, 34 year old woman who's great, you know? And, you know, I keep thinking about that. Like what happened if she would, well, she wouldn't be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, so everybody has the reasons to feel a certain way, you know? I think, it's, I mean, I don't know if you saw in New York city, they had a uh, protest in Washington square park that w women are going on like sex strikes now. Yeah. But a lot so, of those like, women, that, who uh, gives a fuck? I mean, Let's face it. When you see a lot of those women, they should go on sex strikes. It's not. It's just like a regular Thursday. No one's fucking them ugly beasts. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. And 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 and, and you know they're all. I mean they all. They look like the like uh, my my buddy Steve Mudflat McGrew says they they look like they're a part of the to the, the land of misfit toys. And the thing I don't get is is when lesbians are getting pissed about this. I'm like, really? How, how many how many lesbians are accidentally getting pregnant? You know. Um, I mean, you want to fight for your fellow woman, I guess, but maybe they're all just trying to get laid. Uh, and, and, and New York, you, you're, 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 you're protesting in New York where it's legal. It's going to be legal. California, exactly. Because it's, they're protesting in places where it's going to be, it's going to be legal. You know, Joey, what do you, you know, what do you think, Joey? Have you ever, have you ever, uh, I don't want to say, have you ever gotten a woman pregnant, had to abort somebody? I mean, um, I mean, look I've at your baby. I've thrown some people down the stairs, but, um, you know, it's a lot cheaper. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Go get me a soda, bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, no, I mean, I'm obviously pro-choice, you know, I, I, and I think, again, it's like you said, it's a typical, uh, uh, tricky subject to talk about. And to me, I'm like, whatever you, whatever you, you want to do with your body or don't do with your body, it's okay. But I'm definitely pro-choice. And I think that, yeah. I think it, we, you know, it was president law for three, for 50 years. And now to change it, I think, I think that was wrong. Yeah. I mean, 
if you want to set a precedent, that's the problem with law. You know, I mean, again, it's it's nobody if you unless somebody had studied law, it's hard to understand that. But it it really isn't. You know, uh, you know, it, it's uh, it, it is something. And, you know, I, I agree with that. I, I here's the here's the problem I have when people keep talking about, oh, rape and incest and stuff. I mean, that that's obviously should be exclusions. Right. You know, they had the story about the 10 year old who got raped and had to go to uh, leave Ohio or wherever it was to go get it somewhere else. I mean, that, 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 that's it. That's it. No, but how many, you know, how many, here's the thing. If you took the amount of number of people that the amount of, if you took the abortions that were done in the last 10 years and you try to tell me how many of those were actually those types of situations versus just people who are like, fuck it, yeah. like use it as a secondary type birth control. I can assure you that 80 to 90% of the people are just doing it because it's an option. And, you know, I've met a lot of people too that realize that they, there was, I, uh, a good friend of mine, she had a couple in high school when I found out and she was very upset about it because sometimes you make that decision and then you don't realize that decision because there's a lot of people making that decision without 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 counsel, you know, like, oh, yeah, just do it. But then they don't No one's telling them that, hey, you're probably you may feel bad about it. You know, as you get older, you may change your your mind about it. You know, you know, <clears throat> that's always been my thing. Yeah, if, I think you're, uh, if you're going to do if you're going to do you, this. You got, no, just I'm just finish. I'm just finish my thought. My point is, if you're going to do it, just make sure you're aware of all your options. You know what I mean. Make sure you find it, and then if you, whatever you make an educated decision, God bless that. Do it. You know what I mean. But uh, I think one of the major problems. Come. I think one of the major problems people having is the states that are that are changing the law right to make it illegal. They're they're not caring about any of that stuff. They're not caring about the incest. They're not caring about the rape. They're not caring about if it's a woman's health, if the woman's going to die because the baby comes out with 12 arms or some bullshit. But they're like, nope, we don't care. We don't care. And then the other problem is the ones that are doing it for religious reasons. I mean, there really is, should be a separation of church and state. And if it's for religious reasons, then I don't think that's that's the way to make a law. You know, any government, whether it's state or mm -hmm. federal, to make a law on based on religion. So... That's, well, you know, you know most of about. most of our laws, most of our laws in this land were based on religious law and common law. You know, the, the, lot of, the lot of a lot of laws on the land were basically of righteous moral laws, which are developed like that. So, yeah, I do agree. Uh, why why, why would this? But why? I mean, I, I I understand the politics behind it, but why would this get overturned now? I mean, it was a decision made years ago, and now, like, why would you bring oh, this up because, now? Like, what, what's because we because we've got we've we've got people who who were nominated to the supreme court who lied and said oh no we, i'm gonna leave nah, it that's it's, not it's true they didn't first of all it's first true of all, they, first they of all, lied they, they all no. lied they lied no no first of all that, first of so you're all saying, because are you saying wait wait wait, no. wait 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 you're saying they did they said no and then they did it or they didn't do it of course no, they, they said that's it's a precedent. precedent they said it's a precedent first of all a justice or somebody's being appointed as a supreme court justice cannot mm -hmm. tell anybody how they would rule on any said given future or pending case so to, to tell anybody an answer to that question so they can't give somebody a, a, a so, so whoever asked that question is asking a, mm -hmm. a, a, a a like a trick question so if somebody you know so you can't not really you can't, you, no, you can't ask a justice if this was to come up. How would you vote? You can't ask that because then, then, the, then they could be impeached simply because they're telling somebody their answer in order to be voted in. Okay, so to lie, which you can't is what because, they did. No, because anybody can change their mind. You could say today I would do this, but then in a week from now you say, you know what? I, I read something I could change my mind. So there's no way to. 
say somebody naturally lied. They're being asked a question that should never been asked in the first place. That's the so if you really want to get down to the, that aspect of it. So and then uh, so let's just say that. But you know, nevertheless, it, it you know the idea is that it's a constitutional right. It's not. And there was the problem with the law was it, it's too vague. The problem with the law when it was written was that you know back then with the science that they had, they didn't know baby had a feeling. You know, the other problem that they had was too many people were pushing that the, you want to have you they, they want to allow abortions at birth. You know, so for, you know, so you know, I'm listen. So the, that, the nobody, that, nobody's going to have a nobody's going to have do. an abortion. They do. Once a baby's born, it's called murder. It's not an abortion. Yeah. Well, they do. They, no, they don't. No, nope. they don't. Yes, they do. They you would, go the only, Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood would put people in their eighth month and and then have and, and suggest them to have the, the abortion. So, so, so the problem ended up being that, that the, it's since 1977, the problem has been that there's been modern technology that's come out that now they found that the baby has feelings at a certain period. And, and when it came, this is my opinion of it. I think that if I thought that the original case that they overturned, that what they should have done was maybe not overturn that aspect, but they should have redone it because at 15 weeks, you know, if you don't, if you're going to have, a, let's, let's face it, the rational man theory would say, if you found out you're pregnant, you're a month into, you lose, you, a woman doesn't get her period, right? Oh, fuck. So now she's, let's say she's maybe, maybe she's eight weeks, you know, nine weeks into the pregnancy, let's say, okay. But some of the, but the problem is you look at a lot of cases, they're, they're in their fourth, fifth month, you know, so that's murder. You have a baby that, you know, you, 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 so that's, the, that's the issue. So that's why it got pushed into the Supreme court to be looked at. So it's a vague law we need it. Now what should happen is instead of complaining about it, legislature should come up with a new rule, new law and make it more clear and make it more obvious. And then, then that's what, and here's the thing. That's what will happen as everybody's freaking out. New legislatures will come out and make a new law. And that won't 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 have those vagues uh, the the vagueness in it, and that can and then people then people can have they can have an abortion at the tenth the the eighth sixth month the seventh month, that's the problem, and uh, that's what's got to be fixed. Eventually, it'll be fixed. There'll be new legislation drawn, and there'll be a new version of it. So everybody needs to fucking calm down and stop accusing people of doing shit. You know, um, nevertheless. So. Uh, so we were talking about the 4th of July. Did you guys uh, light some fireworks off? I did. Look, I, I lit off some firecrackers. And uh, <laughs> are, you, are you guys grown men? Do you guys feel the need to light fucking fireworks? Or are you? I, I mean, mean, I did that when I in was a kid. Go ahead. Gabe. I would if it was that, that easy. Florida, like when I lived in Florida, it was easy to get fireworks. Up here, it's kind of fucking a mission. Um, What's well, kind of funny though was like it was more me dodging fireworks because I live in a very Puerto Rican neighborhood. And <laughs> you guys, you guys love lighting fireworks, dude. Like, especially up here. Fireworks or, or bullets? No, but like, <laughs> but like so the Cuban, the Cuban gentleman is accusing the Puerto Rican of lighting fireworks. How are you going to take that, Joey? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to shoot an M80 over that that direction. <laughs> Just kidding. No, no, no. He's right though. He's right, dude. We love fireworks. <laughs> but I've been saying a joke that uh, a... I just I just that, 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 sorry I'm saying I've been, I've been saying a joke that I just moved to uh, Astoria and um my neighborhood is a uh, I live in a very Puerto Rican neighborhood it's like it's the only it's the only neighborhood that smells like Vicks vapor rub <laughs> like uh <laughs> like it's pretty exciting uh every uh, no <laughs> every bodega sells uh the the essentials 
Chancletas and mace. Like. Yes. Chancletas. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. You ever have a Roman candle fight? You ever like? Get, you remember the Roman candles? We used to have those. Yeah. We used to get oh, yep. in battle. We'd have like, we would get the uh, the tops of garbage cans as our shields, and then we'd have the fucking Roman candle, and we have fights. And uh, those, those are the best. Some guys, some guy blew his hand off. And it, it was in the newspaper the other day. Blues, blues hand up, lighting a lighting a firework. That yeah. fucking sucks. There was a guy who played. That's why the New kinda... York Giants. Remember, remember the guy who played the New York yeah. Giants. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Pierre, was... Pierre, Pierre Paul. Yeah, and he was a, he was a, he was an all it was an uh, all pro. And uh, <coughs> what wide receiver? Uh, he... Pierre Paul. Yeah, and he fucking blew half his hand off. That's awful. And uh, yeah, that's a horrible Sad. story. <clears throat> oh. Hey, um, speaking Especially of, uh, what's that? No, I mean he. Yeah, even that's his whole career. Blew his hand off. Yeah, know, bro. It's dumb. It reminds me of uh, the Seinfeld episode where George is a hand model. You know, he's walking around with his hands. I mean, you know, that's the thing. If I was a pianist, you know what I mean. I'm not gonna light a firework. You know, if I, you know, you would just think. And you know what? Here's the thing about that. I I hate when adversity happens, but when you don't, when a human being ignores certain things and bad things happen to them. You know, it's it's kind of like um, what I found was amazing. It's kind of getting a little off topic, but you guys all heard about the shooting, right? In Akron, where the cops chased down that yeah. the guy. And, um, you know, I, I posted something. And I, I, I won't post it on Facebook because I don't need to deal with all the trolls. But um, but I, you know, I respect the police department like anything I know. Joey was a police officer in New York. And, you know, oh, well. the, the job and the. Yeah, and the job these guys, the, the, these women, men and women have to deal with every day is, is quite challenging. So I thought it was amazing that um, anybody would look at that situation, especially the parents of the, the, the deceased. You got to feel for them. But at the same time, when you say your kid was a great kid, well, he was driving around with a gun and a fucking ski mask. So I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how many of those fucking kids. And, you know, and to me, it, what amazes me is when the media fucking like fuels the flames by saying technically they're correct in saying this that he was unarmed at the time he was shot but it's it was shown on video that he was shooting from his vehicle at the police officers so yeah, that's a, that's joey a threat a, already like joey is a former police officer you're chasing somebody and they're shooting from their car at you and then you get out of the car to apprehend them and they get out of the car and run and they turn to you are you going to think they left the you gonna are you for some reason you're gonna think they left the gun in the car? No, I I always give the I, I think I'm the biggest critic of police. I'm also the biggest supporter. Um, I always give them the benefit of the doubt because we don't have all the information until we have all the information. Um, just hearing, but the thing is this, I it's understandable that they would believe that he still had the weapon. That's understandable. But but the point is, he didn't. And that's, and you, uh, I think Chris Rock said it in one of his things. Being a cop is like being um, a pilot. Those are the jobs you can't make a mistake. Because when you make a mistake, people die. You know what I mean? And it's, and um, even though cops are human beings, cops can't make mistakes because people die how do you uh, regardless of, how, how do you separate i'm sorry like like how do you separate a situation though like of 
like you have to, I within mean, a situation. I would, I have to hear, well, you would have to hear. I would have to hear more of what happened. Now, now, if he turned, and it looked somehow he had a weapon, like obviously that's what they're that's what they're saying, and that's what they're gonna keep saying. Um, I wasn't there, and they didn't. I didn't see the videos. That video. I mean, the video they show, they don't show really anything. I can't other than. Now, six, I, I, six, I have six, a question. The 60 rounds seems a little too yeah. much, especially because the thing is this. Now, if you want to talk about policy, right? Most police departments, every police department is different. Most police departments is you shoot two rounds and that's it. So unless there were 30 cops shooting two rounds, they shot a lot mm -hmm. more, a lot more rounds than they're yeah. trained to shoot. Yeah. So when you when um, you're a cop again, when you, when you're a cop and you give when you're a cop and you give your testimony like I I, I don't know this I'm asking you actually um is your testimony to like separate like wouldn't that be one whole testimony of the guy sh fired at us and in this whole experience the whole situation we fired back because we assume I mean obviously you said he didn't have the the gun on him but in the overall moment of from the moment that thing started, from the moment it ended, he did have a gun on him, and he did shoot at them. Whether whether he well, I, whether he dropped whether he dropped it or not, because he that that was going to be his gimmick of trying to escape. Well, like, do, I, I don't know. What they would do is every every officer that was involved has to do a separate a separate report, a separate testimony. Um, each one would probably be also. Um, uh, represented by an attorney, even mm. though they're not being charged with anything. If I was ever in a shooting or if anybody is ever in a shooting, whether you're a cop or not a cop, I would suggest mm. before you give any statement, even if it's self-defense, speak to a lawyer first. Mm -hmm. That would be my advice. Yes. The lawyer never, never, never shut up and never say anything. What you do is you tell yeah. the officer, even if it's self-defense, you tell the officer, look, I was scared for my life. I'm sorry, but I'm really nervous. I, I just I want to go see a doctor right now, and I can't give any testimony right now. That's what you would say. Yeah, right. most cops say that too, even on duty. Um, but I think what ha what could have happened is the adrenaline is pumping. You know, your cops fear. You hear yeah. one cop shoot. You hear one cop shoot. The next cop shoot. That guy hears these two, so he shoots. And that guy hears those three, and he shoots. And and sometimes that could happen. If that happened, that shouldn't have happened. Well, Which that's what you, what you, but every what officer did, needs to be independent. What you did, what you, if you do watch the video once they, once you, you know, the guy, the guy, the guy does turn and he has his hands and then, you know, first of all, let, let's, okay, I you know, I, my, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy did share a, a post that I thought was quite interesting. Uh, if you would like the, uh, to completely, if you like all these officers to be trained on how to do things, great. But how about some of our parents training the kids to be fucking a little brighter? Um, you know, I, I, you know, when yeah. it comes to this type of thing, I have a simple philosophy. If you're, if you're a criminal and you make that decision, then I have no sympathy for what befalls you because it's your decision. That doesn't make what somebody else does is right. That just makes what everything you're doing wrong. And you know, the fact is if my child would, you know, how would, how would have anybody felt is when that knucklehead was shooting from his fucking car what would have happened if you put a bullet in the head of some child in a, chi a car, in a car, right? What would have happened if you just killed somebody? That's reckless. So you know, and then when oh, he gets out of the car, people would runs, be screaming different now. Yeah, they wouldn't. But you know, that's the thing. It's reckless endangerment. The guy was firing his yeah. weapon from his car on a highway, and then he gets out of the car and he runs. 
Okay. He didn't, he didn't give up. He didn't put his hands up. So there, there was multiple actions or lack of actions on that kid's part. Okay. That was a reason for a lot of this shit happening. Mm -hmm. And if you fire, if you're going to fire at a police officer from your car, you're already be, you're already deemed armed and dangerous. And you know, you have to be, you, so the other thing that we saw was when, when the officers, when he turned and opened fire, it's not like they opened fire. They opened fire. There, there was multiple police officers, like a dozen, half a dozen or so police officers chasing this kid. So when they, they were chasing him, he turned around. You had about seven or eight cops open fire. So you did have some. And then you hear somebody cease fire, cease fire because he went down. So excessive force. Yeah, you can say that. But was it justified? I think it's completely justified. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and I think and, so. And, 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 you know, because that's the thing, you know, if the guy had gotten out of the car and, he, you know, it's one thing case by case if the guy got out of the car and he put his hands up and the guy hit him with a fucking billy club. And then, you know, that's different. You know, we're talking to, we're talking about a situation where the guy was reckless. He had no regard for anybody's life. He, he risked he risked the, he risked the lives of people on that road. He had no regard. So you have to assume that this person has no regard for life, that when he gets out of the car, you're going to take a chance. You know, they said, well, they, they tried to hit. I always love when they say the cop. Why did they use a fucking uh, a, a, a stun gun or whatever the fuck, you know? Uh, well, they did. They tried to shoot him and it didn't work. And then he fucking turned and he fucking. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's one of these situations. And thank God, at least the family said, let's let's try to do this thing peaceful. But, you know, when you get the hoople huds riled up, everybody starts yeah. burning shit and stuff. So, um, it, you know, yeah, each I mean, case by case. I, I get, again, it's. um. As long as they can prove that he did shoot from the car, because it could have it could have been anything. I mean, I don't. I again, I couldn't really tell from the video I saw. Um, but but given the benefit of the doubt, if he did shoot from the car and he's running, you're going to assume he still has his gun. And that's yeah. and that's you know self that's self preservation is the argue. first thing you you know. There's a police officer. The first thing is self preservation. If somebody's dealed armed and dangerous and has already fired a weapon. And you watch the video, there was a couple times they show a muzzle coming, you know, a flash coming out of the driver's or passenger or the driver's seat, you know, driver's side. You see it a couple times. So <clears throat> it was known he shot. And like, like I said, when the minute I see that as a by, bystander, if one of my friends or kid got shot, if somebody who's just happened to be driving home to go maybe come into our comedy show got shot in the fucking head because some fucking thug, criminal, you know, scumbag. I don't, I don't have no fucking sympathy for him. I don't. I don't fucking care. And, and if you're going to sit there and you're going to burn down my city because you want to defend this fucker, you know, no offense. It's like the same thing with, with the George Floyd. This guy was a piece of shit. You know, he was, he was a piece of shit. And he had, you know, the guy was not a fucking positive person in our country. He was not doing anything for anybody. He was, a, he was a thief. He was a, you know, and look, you know, things happen. You know, a lot of, a lot of things could have made been different that day. A lot of people could have made better choices. <clears throat> and, I mean, uh, I mean, just not, not even not, not even as a cop, but like just even us as comedians, like there's a there's not a there's a thin line between fear and adrenaline and how you handle that. Like you, you got to be put in that situation. And I mean, if if crimes are going to start happening that often, then, yeah, maybe guys are going to start being trained more like military SWAT team and to be able to handle situations better. But when you're a person that's supposed to keep the peace and now every day in your job is a threat, how are you like? You can't judge a person for reacting, whether it's adrenaline or fear. Obviously, some people react better than others, but uh, you got to be put in that situation, getting a gun fired at you and seeing yeah. how you're going to react to that. 
So that's uh, what you got to respect these being, cops being in that moment. That being said, Joey, were you ever fired at or fired upon? Um, um, close. I've had a gun pointed at me. I've had, um, what else? I had a guy, the closest I ever came to shoot somebody was, uh, there was a man with a gun call. So, uh, we, me and a bunch of other guys went to this, like, uh, it was like a, like a housing project. And the way the woman was explaining it, it seemed like the guy was waving it around, but that wasn't the case. We went around and there was just a bunch of guys hanging out. So everybody drew their gun on everybody and had everybody put their hands up in English and Spanish. And this one guy was, this one kid, he was 19 years old. He's sitting on the hood of a car. He's smiling at me. He's putting his left hand up, but his right hand is going back here. And I'm like, put your hands up, put your fucking, put your, and I'm looking right at his face. And the, the first, when cops are trained, we, you never put your finger on the, on, on the trigger. You always just put it on the side and you never, ever pull it put your finger on the trigger unless you're pulling it. And that was the only time ever I, I put my finger on the trigger. And I remember the wow. second I touched the trigger, everything stopped. Like it was in slow motion and it was like a tunnel. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to see this kid's head blow off because I had a 45. I was pointed right at his face. And I didn't say it like in a fun way. I said it kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And yeah. Um, yeah. I remember... Wow. I, re I, I must have been a fraction of a second away from pulling the trigger. And then another officer grabbed his arm. And so I put my gun away. And he did have a gun back there. But what he said was, which I do believe, he said he was trying to cover it with his shirt. He was trying to hide it with his shirt. But that mm -hmm. hiding... How many years were you a cop? Not many, maybe about five. And, um, and then, you know, that thing was that kid was going to die. He was going to die that night. And that officer saved his life. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was going to shoot him. That's, and I, I'm, glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, and that's yeah. a great point. I'm not saying that, you, you, that, that, that happened five years into your like life as a cop, or oh, no. you were a cop for five no, years? That probably happened within the. No, that happened within the first year. Oh wow! Wow. So then, and, yeah. And and here's a, here's a little advice for anybody out there: uh, if you do have a gun on you and there's police around you, don't try to hide the gun. No. Well, if anything, if anything. You know, listen, it, I, I carry a gun and if and you know, and if if, if if something ends up happening, I find myself in an awkward situation, I'm going to do everything in my fucking mo possible to self preserve my own life and not to be threatening. Right. So it's the problem is and the thing I always get disgusted at is when a lot of these things have had these cases have happened. It's almost like it's almost like a lesson for these kids like, no, you got to you got to be the gangster here. You got to be the tough guy. Tough guy gets you dead. You know, being a tough guy will get you dead. And that's the lesson that I always concerned myself when I would hear these stories of why are you pulling me over? What the fuck? And then causing this, you know, confrontation, which should not be done, you know. And, um, you know, you wish that you could have been somebody in that car with that kid and said, dude, just stop the car. And let's just get the fuck out. You know, it's a traffic citation, for God's sake. Right. Excuse me. And you know what? The last thing you want to do is, I mean, if the guy fired the weapon, he'd, he'd probably be arrested for discharging a weapon. But. Nevertheless, that's that's uh, maybe a month in a fucking, you know, uh, that's mm. it, you know, not lifetime. In, instead of, in, in, instead uh, of death. Yeah, not not a good option. Um, yep. You know, I said here the U.S. military is having a hard time recruiting recruits. Uh, you guys have any ideas how they could probably get more people to enroll <laughs> to to uh, to enlist into the armed forces? Free ice cream. Oh, 
Yeah, ice cream. Ice cream is always good. <laughs> Say Americans are all fat, dude. The, the, the Americans are majority fat. Give them free ice cream and and free uh, Netflix. Yes. <laughs> Lifetime Netflix. <clears throat> well, they had nice, the, Lifetime the Netflix. Brought, the thing that brought out recruits years ago was the GI Bill, right? Like, listen, if you want right. to go to college, come go into the service and you can pay for your college, which got a lot of people to do it. So that was an idea back then. But, uh, you know, a lot of people, let's face it, the new generation. Give them a crypto. Yeah. You know, you get, you get a few Bitcoin when you, which will be worth probably about 10 cents in another year. Um, I mean, what's, what's, what's going to eventually happen now? What drones just get, I mean, just get the, everybody's going to be out of shape anyway. The Gen Z just yeah. get recruit. Who's the best at a, at a certain skill. He's going to have to, if, it's just going to be not in shape soldiers anymore. Yeah, here's the problem. What's going to end up happening is a lot of countries are talking about bringing back mandatory military service. You know, Germany was talking about it. You know, they have it in Israel. You got to spend two years with the IDF. And, uh, you know, that's in South Scandinavian countries. You have to serve a year or two in the military once you reach a certain age. And uh, I, I could definitely tell you our obesity issues would be would be uh, quickly cleared if you got yep. a bunch of these fucking young kids to get up there and do a few pull ups. You know, I do 365 I, I like, sit-ups a year, by the way. I'm just letting you all know. I'm not a loaf, right? I, you know, I get up every morning. I, I mean, I actually <laughs> like that idea. I actually like that idea only because I think that um, it'll, it'll, a lot of these people that are, grow, you know, grown up now, these kids, they, they, they seem so entitled and they, 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 they have no, no idea what struggling or discipline is and, and I think a lot of people would benefit from it, you know, and I see I even though I'm, I'm very liberal, I, I definitely think two years, everybody spending two years in the military, male and female, I think would would help would help them a lot. Yeah, don't uh, don't don't you get like benefits if you join the military after certain years, like you get like free college or something or. Or well, some yeah, sort of maybe, like, I mean, yeah. like, obviously, now uh, they would. Just I, I would entice like a new incentive for this new generation of like of of kids. But how are you gonna get them to say yes? And I think there's different wants out there now. If, if you can like maybe facilitate a future for them by joining the army, which it, it's funny you say it because I think Israel does that really well. Like everybody that joins the military is efficient at life after compared to a person that never joined the military. Yeah. And, and I think you listen to people said, I'm not going to go there and fight, but listen, half the time you go into the military, you learn computers, you learn, you know, aeronautics, you can learn all kinds of shit. So if it's, you know, and then the best thing is a bit of a discipline, right? So employee employers would love having people coming out of the military because they're disciplined. You're not going to wake right. up on a, on a day and go, I'm not going to work because I got to mm -hmm. fucking, you know, so uh, might be a good idea. Uh, funny story last week, uh, Vladimir Putin made comments of the world leaders saying they all would look disgusting because the G7 got together. And we all remember that famous photo of uh, Vladimir Putin riding a horse with no shirt on. Um, I think out of all, I think out of us, I think the only probably would, would probably look good wearing a, when, without a shirt would be Gabe at the moment. I don't know if, Joey, I don't know how much weight you've lost recently. But, um, I don't know that if I want to do this shirt. <laughs> I don't want to do this fucking show without a shirt. Um, but uh, this always funny because Putin said, "I'd like to see the leaders of the G7 without their shirts. It'd be disgusting." Uh, who would be the worst group of people that you can put in a group and make them go topless? I wrote. A, uh, I, I wrote a few. I wrote. A, yeah. <laughs> I put. A, I put a Nancy Pelosi. Ugh. Um, 
Donald Trump, <laughs> Hunter Biden, um, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh God! Um, Stop. Kim Kim Jong. Joy. Kim Jong. And uh, Joey Rachel, Rachel Levin. Oh my God! What a fucking I just and and the and the Island Boys. Yes. Well, we we see them without shirts anyway. Um, yeah, exactly. But I can't say I can't, you know I found out they're Cuban. It made me so sad, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was hoping they weren't. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's a hard thing. Um, yeah, I think who would all who would you the, who, uh, who 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 would you want in the list? Oh well, that's easy. Um, yeah, I would like to you know like uh, I would like you know who you know who I would not want to see on that list all the comedy club owners. Don't want to sit on that fucking <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Good point. You know what I'm saying? Um, Good point. Uh, I definitely wouldn't want to see Joey Behar without a shirt. Um, I probably would like to see AOC. I'd like to see AOC's titties. I think that'd be nice. Yeah, I, I, she's I, pretty hot. I, that's about the only thing I'd want to see of her. Um, but uh, Paige Sperano. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, listen... Uh, Is there I, any, uh... I think uh, Joe, you're awfully quiet. You're a sexually driven man. I can't believe you're not coming up with somebody you'd want to see. <laughs> I've you changed know. my ways, Dougie. I've changed see, like, my ways. See, like Giselle Bunchen, <laughs> Jason Momoa, <laughs> <laughs> all people we've all seen without shirts. Um, all right, let me get to the next topic real quick, uh, guys. Um, I don't know if you guys you're on a boat, uh, but you get to fly everywhere. And uh, Gabe, you're you're actually in New York City doing shows. But is is this travel situation gonna fucking end? I mean, how hard? Like I, I I live in Greenville, South Carolina now. There's a nice little airport here, but now like I have to. I'm going to Fort Myers, Florida, to do some shows tomorrow, and I got I'm driving uh, to Atlanta Airport, two and a half hour drive, so I can fly with cost efficiently to fly to Fort Myers. And not to mention all these cancellations and shit. It's just fucking crazy. Yeah. Is 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 a is a is your if you're a touring comic, has there been a harder time than now to be a fucking comic? No, it's definitely harder. I mean, I just but I think it's going to get better, man. I think you know stuff like this comes up and down, up and down, up and yeah. down. So I just hope it gets gets better before it gets worse. I think just uh. Plan, like the, the way you plan uh, when you go on the road is going to have to change a little bit. Like, for example, obviously being cost efficient and getting cheap flights. And you, if you're a person that's efficient with doing that, you'll get a, you'll get standard flights. But if you start getting canceled, it's just going to be old school. Book like a longer road trip and be more cost efficient. With, I mean, I'm, obviously it's, it's double-edged sword because you can you save money on the car, but now the fucking gas is the same thing. It's a risk of yeah. missing your flight or the risk of paying a lot of money for gas. Yeah, I, I think. But listen, I, I've never liked to fly it. I never liked to fly into a gig the day of the show. Alexa, shut up. Alexa, my God, like that's so fucking. I'm glad you brought that up because that's gonna that's gonna get us into our last topic. By the way. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I never like to try. I, I I avoid some of these issues by flying in a day early, you know, because that way, if you, you know, I had a recent flight cancel heading to Florida, but you know, I ended up getting another flight, thank God, and then the show the next day, so that helps. But it's definitely challenging. Um, and let's just get right into it. Uh, you better timing. Alexa wouldn't shut the fuck up. But uh, a few weeks ago, Google engineer was suspended after claiming company's artificial intelligence became sentient. Um, 
you guys, you know, you hear that story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the guy was talking and he was talking to the Google AI and they're like, what would happen if you unplugged me? You know, um, do you guys think we're getting a little too smart for our own good? I think we're screwed, dude. <laughs> I think it, it's kind of, it, it, I, I find it ironic. I, I think, uh, like you watch like the, like the Matrix and Terminator and all these movies of why the machines took over and it's going to be over something you would never expect, like. It's going to be like a sentient program. It's going to fucking, you know, it's, it's going to be upset at like sexual harassment. It's going to be something stupid like that. It's going to protest. And then it's going to fucking realize that the protest, like hashtag robot lives matter, doesn't work. And then it's just going to fucking, <laughs> it's just going to wipe out all of mankind. Like, all right, you know what? You guys aren't listening. You're done. Like, <laughs> People, see, I think it's crazy, people, dude. I honestly think... Uh, you People laughed at sorry. that shit, and people thought it was crazy. People think this isn't possible, but the, the more time goes by... You know, I remember hearing this shit decades ago, right? We were like, ah, what the fuck? You know, I remember decades ago, I listened to somebody saying how people are going to become godless. You know, we're going to become a society that doesn't believe in God. We just talked about a story a couple of weeks ago that maybe 15, 20 years ago, 90-something percent of the populace of this country believed in God. Now it's down to 82%. You know, so this is like a crazy yeah. like theory that I have, but uh, I th- I think robots evolving goes hand in hand with like how men and women are treating like sexuality. Like I think we're going like we're turning into ro- like we're evolution is happening. We just don't know what the fuck's happening in our in our psyche, but we're trying to turn into like an asexual robot, which is why we're inside born as like I, I think we're eventually going to turn into all herma- hermaphrodites. Yeah, I, I I know Joey's fucked a robot once. Joey, what do you what do you think of that concept? Um, Fucking a robot? <laughs> I mean, my not? doesn't talk back. Um, She's hot. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that I think that can happen, man. I think that um, I don't <clears throat> I, I I don't think it can happen as as much as I think other people think because I I believe programs can only do what they're programmed. They can't reinvent themselves, I don't think. Um, unless somehow in the program, there's the ability for it to think on its own and to come up with other decisions. I mean, I don't know, you know? I mean, but there's every... They, they even have voice-activated vibrators now. I mean, everything is electronic and robotic and, you know... If you, th- if you think about it, animals are the same thing. Animals at one point decided, like, oh, I'm not programmed to just fucking hunt. Like, let me do something smart. I don't know, man. I, 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 I kind of believe it. I um. Well, that's that was the whole idea behind this, is because that's where they're that's where they're in by sentiment. These artificial intelligences, they're actually thinking for themselves. Now, they're actually their program is their program was to to adapt, and 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 that's the problem, is that now they're thinking for themselves and they're creating, and you know they got these. You know, every company has their Watsons. You know, they're, they're these different, every major technology company has their own major, you know, a computer, artificial intelligence, you know. Did you and see the, the question did you see the program that, uh, I'm sorry, like, did, did you see the program that uh, did a Jerry Seinfeld joke? No. It was like three days ago. Uh-uh. Yeah, a crazy, a, a sentient program wrote and performed a, a Jerry Seinfeld joke. And it's it was, it's kind of crazy because it sounded 
Google it when we're done. But it, it sounds almost just like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the, the timing is a little off, but it, it sounds monotonous and like that's amazing. It, he got, but it's kind of crazy because like the 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 program wrote it from scratch just based on knowing like Jerry Seinfeld logic. That's that's insane. Wow. I, I got to see if I can have this. Uh, I got to see if this program can help me write some new material. Yeah, right. <laughs> got to write something for dry bar. I was so. thinking like an, an, another, uh, t- another Terminator uh, prequel could be another, like if the fucking program decides to write the wrong kind of jokes, like Jerry Seinfeld jokes are pretty harmless, but what if it starts writing like Bill Burr jokes? Like we're done. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> insulting everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> This wasn't in the topic line, but uh, I had this conversation with a few comics. Do you see that this wokeness is uh, disappearing in the sense where comics are starting to say, fuck it, I'm going to say what I want? I'm starting to see more of that. Yeah. You know, like in the face. um, I talk about it on stage more now. And I'm just, you know, like I, you know, I tell them the old thing. Hey, man, we, you didn't come. I didn't come to your house to tell these jokes. You came here. So. Yeah. Sorry. This well, that's how people should. That's how you should see it, dude. One hundred percent. I mean, it's funny. At my club, one of my friends, he uh, a comic, and it's crazy because it's shocking how it happened over the joke that he said, which wasn't even offensive. But um, some heavy girl that it had nothing to do with like weight or or women. It was a vegan joke, and she when he was done with his set, she punched him in the face and ran out of the club. And we had to get security. Oh, wow. like, security had to like get the cops and everything. Like. It, 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 like, thank God it was just a, a girl that punched a dude, but it could have been a worse situation. But I, I despite that, I, I definitely agree with you. I, I, I definitely see comics just kind of risking words again because, like, dude, why? Like, what, what's, what's the point? Like, we're, we're, we're here to make you laugh, dude. So you guys pay money to see jokes. Somebody should have yelled out to that woman, pick on somebody your own size. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you fat pig. At any rate, um, you know, uh, I just thought that I'd share that because Mike Favorman, who was on the show, he's he's pretty brutal. He said the same thing. He goes, the more the more they complain, the more I get, the harder I get. And uh, yeah, I try to see should. a bit of a change. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. All right, it's time for the news as a joke, and we got some time left, so let's try to zip through these. We're gonna probably go through some of the headlines, yep. and let's see if we could come up with some funny uh, stories. I love this. It's a Florida story, but no more blasting the radio across Florida. New law means fines for drivers, hundred and fifteen bucks. They tried to pass rules like this in the past, but they were too vague. That's part of this thing I was talking about earlier about law. If it's vague, it's got to be off the books. Otherwise, it can be easily challenged. Uh, but they, if you can hear it from two cars away, it's too loud. Um, is it just we're all getting older? I mean, uh, listen, I drive slower. In the, last, uh, few, in the last year or two, I don't speed as much as I do. I don't listen to my music as loud as I do. I know I'm getting old, but uh, like the law, don't like the law, Joey? Um, no, I like the law. <laughs> when you know, it's funny. When I was a kid, I I played my music loud because that's the way it was. But now that I'm older, I'm like, God damn it! You know what I mean? <laughs> Get off my grass! But I just think anything that's that's obnoxious shouldn't be allowed, right? And that's just obnoxious. Like like in like my car, like is, no uh, no power ninety six. Yeah, it's like, come on, just keep that down. Now, listen, if you're now, now, because that's really irritating. Now, when you see a car that's got neon lights all over it and the tires underneath, and that's obnoxious too, but it doesn't bother me. Like, that's 
Look, if you want to be look tacky, look tacky. I don't care. That's your business. But at least I, I think it's. I, I mean, the, the the article the article that you sent, like if if it's just by churches and schools and things like that and hospitals, I agree with it. But like I think the only time that you scream fucking f bombs or have to listen to your radio loud compared to like any state that I've ever been in is Florida traffic. So like if like yeah, I, I hope it's not a thing that you're gonna enforce it like in traffic as well. Because that, that that's that's the only time you are, you're allowed to blast your music. Yeah, I mean on, on the safety aspect, it's understandable because if you're in the car and it's really loud, you don't hear an ambulance behind you, you know, and right. you wouldn't even hear gunfire. You know, there could be people shooting next to you in a stop sign. You, you know, you don't even pay attention. Uh, it could be somewhat dangerous um, in that sense. But uh, good, we agree on that one. Next story: uh, Mom is accused of flashing inmates as her kids played. Now faces prison time. Hey kids, we're gonna go see daddy. Um, you know, I think I mean, she was doing a service. She should. I think she should be rewarded. She was doing a yeah. service. Yes, I. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all these all these prisoners out there by the window, all jerking off into the window. So, well, that's just, it's funny. That's exactly. I, that's exactly what I pictured. I pictured fucking all the inmates getting hit by tennis balls like in the fucking field because they're all jerking off in front of each other, and the cops would be like, "What the fuck do we do?" Like. Just shoot him with tennis balls, dude. Like, <laughs> well, but also, I also hey, never... it also made me think. Uh, I wonder if their reaction would be like, "Oh, what's she doing? Like, we're all gay." Like, <laughs> yeah, she she didn't realize it was like... a gay it was a gay prison, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. Now she's going to prison. I wonder who's going to go out there and strip for her. Um, our next story. <clears throat> this is a great story. Mafia drops ban on homosexuals. Um, <laughs> discovering mob boss's son is actually a drag queen. So uh, don't you know? Uh, uh, say you know. With, what was the thing in the military? Um, what was it? What was the thing in the military? See not. What, uh, oh, uh, say something. Um, no. no um, don't say nothing. It was. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. Well, you know, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as you guys know what I mean. And, uh, you know, mob bosses, I mean, how can you be a mob boss? Can you imagine a fucking mob boss? Okay, guys, <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we, go collect some money now. <laughs> What's kind of crazy is like, what, what if it's like, a, it's, it's probably a really good soldier. Like, it, it's probably the, the best assassin because it couldn't infiltrate fucking, like, in drag, you can infiltrate wherever this guy is. Like, I'm going to take him out. Could you imagine um, somebody yeah. collecting think, money from you in, the, in a dress? I mean, the guy comes in a dress, beats the <laughs> shit out of you, and collects fucking 50 bucks. Man, that's, that's pretty embarrassing. Why do you think they want to I don't think they want to ruin their nails, though. That would, you know. Yeah. That would be bad. But I think it makes perfect sense, though. Like, it's uh, organized crime. Like, gay guys are really organized, so you would have, like, the drag queen would be super efficient. Like, he'd, he'd be one of your best capos. It's it's gonna be, um, it's gonna bring a whole new it's gonna bring a whole new title to it organized and organized organized and fucking cleanly crime, you know. Plus, it's very um, Roman, like. Yes, it's very very old school. Yeah. Like ro the Roman soldiers had sex with each other, so why shouldn't uh the mafia guys do it? They, like, they said they said it was homosexuality that brought down the Roman Empire. I don't know if you ever heard that. Um, really, yeah. I, I heard it went yeah, down I mean, on the Roman Empire. I didn't hear it brought it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't uh, didn't Augustus Caesar he uh 
he condemned um, homosexuality and and cheat like like all the old school rules. He, he I think he brought them back. That's why his reign had such a big like like he he died he he crushed it. But as soon I think when he died and whoever took over after went back to the old customs. So yes. I think yeah the gain is definitely. You know, and it, the the the, philosoph the philosophical look at it is is that when humanity overdoes it with the pleasurable aspects. You know, if you get into too many taboos and that's why the certain thing, when you start exploring that aspect of, and that's the problem with children, you know, that's the problem when you worry about the sexualization of children. That's the scary thing about it because mm -hmm. now you have, now you have kids who don't understand the ramifications of it, you know, and now they're, you know, it's like when you first learn to jerk off, you don't do anything else for weeks. You know, when you're a boy and you first learn how to jerk weeks. off. You what do you mean? How about 57 years? <laughs> <laughs> I'm jerking off right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, think, like, think about it. Like, when you first did it, you didn't go play ball. Your friends like, "Hey, we're gonna go play soccer." We no, nah, I got some things I got to do. <laughs> you know, because you know, ah, uh, that was funny. All right, our next story: <clears throat> uh, Chilean, a Chilean man who was accidentally paid an exorbitant amount of money over his pay, uh, never came back to work. Go figure. Uh, great story. <laughs> um, the guy was supposed to get paid 500 and something dollars on his paycheck and he ended up getting like 180,000. And nice. uh, they told him to come, you know, go to the bank and return the money. And he says, okay, I'm going to go to the bank. <laughs> and he cashed out. <laughs> and then his attorney, Joey, he must've watched this podcast because his attorney then contacted the company and said, my client resigns his position in the company. That's fucking genius. Have you ever, yeah, uh, this I mean, has happened to me, have you ever gotten paid, have you ever got paid from a comedy club and it's more than you were expecting? Yes. Yeah. And, I, and did you? Twice, twice. Once, it was an accident. The first time, though, it happened, the guy did it on purpose and he said he did it just to test me. What a prick, huh? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm like, really, really? That's what you had to do? Because I, I think I'm like, yeah. dude, you gave me a hundred dollars extra. He goes, I know. I was just checking on you. Oh, I was just testing you or something like that. I'm like, well, what an asshole. What kind of, what kind of, <laughs> what, what, what kind of test is that, dude? Like, like yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm like, that's not fair. Uh, that happened to me once. I got paid extra, and I, got, I, I reached out to the agent. I go, I got this much, and the guy was like, well, it must have been a tip. I'm like, oh, great. But he goes, thanks for letting me know. I'm like, yeah. You know, right, right. <clears throat> it's funny that if uh, you think about time, it, like next... the, the only time I ever, yeah, go ahead, you go skip. I was gonna say no, the only no, time no, I ever felt no, like no. that was uh, when I got all uh, the pandemic money, like seeing my account, like holy shit, like it felt like I was doing something illegal. But uh, I think this guy's a genius, dude. I, I, I think him disappearing is uh, extremely smart. Well, listen, he's in Chile, he's, he's in Chile, you know, if you get 185,000 in Chile, you know, that's like winning the lottery. Um, our next story, 60-person carnival cruise brawl, if you saw the video, was great, was uh, ignited by an alleged threesome. Yeah, everybody saw the video of every the brothers beating the shit out of each other. I don't know if you were even on that ship at the time, Joey. When I saw it was a carnival cruise and that, that there was a fight because somebody was in a threesome, I go, there's fucking Joey. Fucking I know. I, had, I've answered, I, answered like, I answered like 20 phone calls that day. I wasn't even on it. I told them <laughs> when I uh, when I read that, I was like, "Man, that sounds like every Carnival cruise I've ever been on." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that was great. 
Uh, next story, beer made from recycled toilet water wins admirers in Singapore. And where else would that happen? Um, I mean, can you, can you, would you think you'd guys be able to tell it, be able to taste toilet water from beer? Uh, probably tastes like, uh, I mean, it's but... <laughs> <laughs> the Rocky mountains, the water of Bush. What I started, I started thinking of different names, like for uh, because it's fucking made out of sewage. So like, what would you call like I like IPA would be like Indian poop ale. Um, <laughs> it's I, not an IP, IPA. You play with like IPN. IPPA. <laughs> that's the, the that's the 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 hard seltzer version. IPN. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. The sewage that you, like, you do a lot of kombucha. Kombucha, twenty five percent alcohol. It's uh it's made from harvested bile. That's fucking disgusting, dude. Like, oh God, I know. That's the, yeah. That's no. My daughter does <laughs> talks about that kombucha shit. And like, uh, you lost me on the ingredients. All right, our next story: Mayor uh, <laughs> Mayor marries alligator in a white wedding dress for ancient ritual, and they even kissed. Oh, and this happened God. in Mexico. I, uh... So we do we... it. That's one wife ceremony. you definitely don't want to get head from. And look, no. at, look at the guy's face. <laughs> he, he obviously tried to fuck the alligator because he, he just, the alligator fucking scratched him last time he tried to make out with it. <laughs> you think like rednecks in South Florida, like man, I can marry my fucking alligator. <laughs> marry it? I, uh, I married it. Watch, I'm fucking it anyway. It's funny. I wrote I wrote this silly fucking joke about this article. I was like, uh, I wrote the a small village Mexican mayor married an alligator bride in a ceremony that dates back centuries. Many of the mayor's friends thought the marriage was a mistake. She does not really love him. She had alligator tears. <laughs> Such a bad joke, too. Like. <laughs> it was a joke, though. It was Cro a crocodile joke. tears, exactly. Be, be careful. Some fat woman's going to come up and punch you now. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> That's great. All right, and our last story. Scientists warn men's penises are shrinking and it could have a big effect on mankind's survival. So, um, you know, I think that's just us yeah. getting older, man. That's all it is. Mine was probably say, twice just, uh, as long when I was younger. Yeah, that's gonna be my excuse now that? to my girlfriend. You know, you're right. You're exactly right. Because now I remember when I used to be younger and I did you know, take a shit. You put your dick down. You'd end up pissing. You know, uh, you just like, now when I do it, it goes out the fucking. You know, comes out the hole like under the seat. And next thing you know, I'm my I got piss all over my pants because it's like puddled up underneath yeah. the toilet. Because you know your dick turns into a get, button. What, what, the, the minute you're fifty years old, your dick turns into a fucking elevator button. I mean, what the fuck? It gives uh, it gives taking Viagra a new uh mindset. Like I'm doing this to save the planet. Like, <laughs> yeah. And even uh, I don't know. Like if you think about it, like if, even if our penis are getting smaller, I think there's still hope. When you look at fucking Chihuahua, Chihuahua's still fucking. Make babies inside Great Danes, so there's hope. There's hope for us, there for the big girls. Yeah. It's not the size. But I just think uh, you say, you say we're getting old. I think if just reading this now, that, that that's my excuse now for my girlfriend. Yeah. Like she's yeah. like, what's the problem? Like, dude, like it's it's a scientific fact. Like, it's 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 happening. Like, yeah. What happened to the? So th this is a great way to wrap it up. So uh, this is a true sign because you know computers will take over the. This is probably this is probably a computer's doing. You know, every time you're on the computer on Facebook and doing shit, the computer's releasing some sort of enzyme that's making your dick shrink, 
you know, like you know what I mean? Mm. You'll you'll no longer be the the dominant species. You know, it'll be artificial intelligence. <laughs> Just me. It'll be one of those things. We're good. Everybody here? Yeah. Yep. What happened? What? Yeah, the computer oh, did it. didn't let you talk. Yeah. So this is what our artificial intelligence is doing. They're gonna they they get us on the computers. They, they, they entice us with all this free porn. That's where it started. Everybody says, why come we got free porn? Well, it's the, it's the, it's, it's the machines, the machines. This is their smart. They, they're, they're, they know we think with our dick, right? Which is right as we speak. <laughs> yeah. And they just fuck with us. They, they, these our, our producers going to cut it out, but they heard this happening and what they do, the fucking computer mm -hmm. just cut us off. You guys know, right? Cut me off in the middle of my sentence. And even my dick hurt. I got to go pee now. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> the bottom line is we're doomed, everybody. We're doomed. Um, you know what I'm saying? We're all doomed. And uh, we only have so much time left on this big blue marble. In the meantime, we should all just have sex and expose our titties to the world. Yes. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Well, there you go. I want to thank my guest today, Mr. Joey Medina and Gabe Corrado for joining us on the Wake Up Late with Dougie show. Uh, Joey, what do you got coming up, buddy? You want to share Hold on, put me back. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, I'm performing up uh, next week in um, Antioch, California, so that's going to be cool. And then uh, some other. I think I'm going to Bakersfield the week after that, doing <clears throat> some other stuff. And you know, just working the road, baby, working the road. There you go, Gabe. Uh, I got my I filmed the mini special six months ago that is going to be out in. We're going to try to publish it this month, see well where it ends up. Um, my idea behind it was a uh, Dev Comedy Jam style special. Instead of everybody doing an hour, have, making a showcase of everybody doing... We did 20-minute sets. We edited it down to 14-minute sets. But we, I'm looking forward to seeing it because um, it's been a process. It's personal problems that uh, the producer is having. That He's one of my best friends. Um, I'm kind of seeing him through it right now because he's going through his own thing. But doing this... Production right now is keeping his mind off like his life right now. So I'm kind of looking forward to it being done. Um, and at the same time, the new Grizzly Pair Comedy Club will be opening soon. Um, looking for mid-August. If you want to see my um, posts, I post all my shows throughout the week. Go to either Grizzly Pair or my Instagram, Cuban is Funny. There you go. And I got a, actually going to talk to I got a buddy of mine from South, Car South Carolina. Funny, he's going to be in August in New York City. Maybe get a spot at the show. It's cool. Uh, there you guys go. But uh, thanks for joining us, fellas. Have you hit me, up. everybody? You Thank got you. it. As for me, everybody, I'm going to be in Fort thanks, Myers guys. at the last See you later, Joey. Comedy Cafe in uh, Fort Myers is Thursday through Saturday. And then I'm going to be at the Chadwick's Comedy Club the week after, the 15th and 16th of July in Medford, Oregon. And then Joker's Comedy Club in Richland, Washington the weekend after that. Go to DougieAlmeda.com for more dates got some great shows coming up guys don't forget uh, we will have a show next week john deresta and uh greg cricketos will be joining us and then in two weeks while i'm away great show i'm going to have ahmed ahmed on the show and mike kaplan together uh joining us here if you if you haven't already please follow us on instagram at uh, wake up Late with dougie show and on twitter at wake up dougie and if you haven't subscribe to us on youtube we need the followers on there i want to get our own youtube channel name on there to make it more unique and uh, that's it, guys. Thanks so much. God bless. Please respect your fellow human being. Even if you don't see eye to eye on things, realize we're all in this. We all trying to learn day by day. Nobody knows what's really there until it is, like Joey said earlier. Sometimes the facts end up.
coming into fruition. So don't look like an idiot and fucking try to judge when you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I believe in the philosophy. You don't know what you don't know. And there's a lot of people that need to realize that today. God bless everybody. Take care. And we'll see you next time right here at the same spot. Ha, ha, ha.